Welcome to the LDS Divorce Coach Podcast. I take the sting out of divorce. This is your host, Emily Sanchez. Hey people, good day to you all. I hope this podcast finds you happy and in a good place, ready to learn a little bit. Today I am going to tell you a little bit of what I've learned from Brooke Castillo. So you've heard me mention her before. She is the founder of the Life Coach School. She, if you've heard of Jody Moore, who is a popular kind of LDS life coach, she is Jody Moore's teacher. So she's the main honcho <laughs> at the Life Coach School. And she just has a lot of really, really great insights, which ironically enough, tie to my boy, Tony Robbins. (laughs) So I want to just share a few thoughts, and I've shared her model with you before, but she expounded on that model recently in a seminar that I took of hers, and I thought, hey, let's just share it. Let's share what we learned. So you get to hear it today, and I truly, it's changed me, how I view things, how I think about things how I handle things, so I am hoping that it can do the same for you. So her model is, starts with the C, circumstances. Those lead to thoughts, that's the T. Your thoughts lead to your feelings, F. (laughs) Your feelings lead to your actions, that's A. And your actions lead to your results. Simple enough, right? But she expounded upon it and So in the circumstances category is where we're going to start. So there's five steps. Number one, so circumstances are whatever can be proven in a court of law. Like it rained today or my neighbor hates when I mow the lawn on Saturday mornings or this person's president or my son is going to the University of Arizona, or whatever circumstance in life. And so for number one, she says, you do not equal your life. You know, it's interesting because a lot of people, when they're asked to describe themselves, they say, well, I did this, I did that. They try to feel worthy by what happens to them in their lives. The things that they create, the things that they do, the things that happen. So it's interesting when she says, you are not your life. You are not what happens to you or what will happen to you or what has happened to you. You are separate from that. You are worthy. You are lovable. You are capable. A hundred percent. Just being human. That's your worth. It doesn't matter what anyone else says or what anyone else does or what whatever. So you're separate from the circumstances. And it doesn't matter how many mistakes we've made or how many mistakes have been made kind of towards us. We feel sometimes things happen to us, you know, when we say that. I try, my motto is, how about things just happen? instead of saying things happen to you. So she really wants to explain that we are not, you know, picture your little self written out on a board. You don't equal the world and those things 
that are, are around you and what has happened to you. The facts of this life, the facts of life are not you. You are you and you alone, okay? So that's number one. You do not equal your life. Number two, okay, so circumstances is something happens that you think is to you and you're going to have a thought about it. Okay, so that's the next step is your thoughts. So her number two is you do not equal your brain. You do not equal the thoughts in your brain. You are not your thoughts or even your observations. That's not you. Now, how do we know this? because we can observe our own thoughts. So we are independent of our thoughts. Ever thought of that? Am I confusing you? So what, what that means is that we can be introspective and sneak up on our thoughts. You know, we can be our own flies on the wall inside our heads. How do we do that? The way we can do that is because we're independent of our thoughts. They are not us. So... I believe that we are spiritual. We're spirits. And so our spirit can wit witness itself thinking. So that's independent of it. So our thoughts come from everywhere, all right? So they can come from our programming, how we were brought up, how we were raised, what style of parenting, <laughs> where in the world were did we grow up? Did we grow up in the South? Did we grow up in with the Inuits? Did we grow up in Antarctica? Did we grow up in South America? You know what I'm saying? Our thoughts are conditioned upon so many things. And many, many times our thoughts are what everybody thinks. You know, like you ask somebody, what are, what are your major fears? And they say, well, that my girlfriend will cheat on me and that I'll lose my job and be penniless think about it. Well, that's really not your thought. That's society's thought. That's in general kind of Americans' thoughts. So we are independent of our thoughts. So the cool thing with this is we can ask ourselves, how do we, so how do I want to interpret the world? I can make a choice. You're telling me I can make a choice about what I'm thinking? Yes. That's what's so cool because we can separate ourselves. So if we can sneak up on our thoughts, pay attention and be that fly on the wall, then for sure we can manipulate those thoughts and we can implant and decide what thoughts we want to bring in. So we can purposefully do this. We can have resourceful thought and implant them. Sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. I'm a t I have a tiny cold, so... Hopefully my raspiness is something you can handle. But what Brooke says to do is to do a thought download on paper. I love that. So you empty, let's empty all our thoughts out. What are your normal thoughts? And you can do this at the end of the day or throughout the day and think, what do I think first thing in the morning? Just everything, put everything on a piece of paper. What are your habitual thoughts? that are not resourceful? What thoughts do you say about yourself that might be negative? You know, that might be keeping you from doing something you need to do. What's keeping you? What type of thought? All right? And so you list them all out. And then what I like to do 
with my clients is go through, cross out the ones you don't want, cross them out, cross them out. Circle the ones that you do like, and then even more fun part is you implant thoughts that you want to have. You make little mission statements and you put them in there and then you start saying them at specific times of the day. So I really, really like number two. Wow. It like blew my mind the first time I heard it years ago. Uh, and I just thought, wow. And ever since then, I've been paying attention to what my thoughts are. The interesting thing that I've noticed about myself now with my thoughts is I don't have that many of them. Gosh, I'm kind of a simple person. But from doing this for a long time and doing the thought download and implanting the thoughts that I want to have, things are much more simple. <laughs> much more simple. So on to the next one. So our thoughts generate our feelings. It's that simple. And number three is you can create feelings. So if I asked you, what type of feelings do you want to have all the time? You know, what would you say? Well, most people say, I want to be happy all the time. And then you stop and realize, wait, do you really want to be happy all the time? Do you want to be happy when you're fired? Do you want to be happy when someone dies? Do you really, really want that? No. It's okay to have the whole human experience. It's okay to feel negative feelings sometimes because those feelings will fuel you and drive you to do something you're supposed to do. It's okay. There's positive feelings. There's negative feelings. It's okay to be 50-50. The part where you can help to change things is with our unresourceful feelings, the feelings that get us nowhere. So you can feel anything you want, <laughs> you know? It's just uh, what we think. It turns into how we feel about ourselves. But the point that Brooke Castillo makes is stop, stop being afraid of the negative emotions. Be willing to have your whole human experience. Be willing to try it out. Because without the opposition, without the bad, we, don't, we wouldn't be able to experience the good. Without the sadness, we wouldn't know true happiness. Without pain, we wouldn't know pleasure. There's so many opposites. So it's okay to be there and appreciate where we are and know that we're not going to be there for very long. But we just need to be cognizant that our thoughts are generating those feelings. So, number four. The feelings, okay, drive our actions. And she listed in step four, failing is good. Oh, I love that so much. Failing is good. So she says, of course, we want, you know, when you try something, you want, number one, to be successful at it. So you're either going to be a success at it or you're going to fail. Number two would be failing. And... Then she says, number three is not trying again. Okay, so you tried that, and then you're not trying again. You're just laying on the floor. Nope, not going to try it. And then number four is procrastination. That means you haven't even tried it. So that's the worst thing. So if you don't play, you'll never win. That's the worst. Number three is not trying again, and that's very, very indulgent. And number two out of all those things is failing. It's the second best thing 
to have. And so she's just like, I'm going to teach you how to fail. I'm going to teach you just to go for it. And I said in my last podcast that Gary Vaynerchuk, the reason that he has expanded so many businesses and created these businesses and why he's been able to expand so rapidly is because he is not afraid of failing. He just goes and does. The things that he does, he says he actually plans on them failing. He doesn't care. He plans on them failing and then when they don't fail and they actually work out, he sees them as happy little blessings. So I love that. So remember, our feelings will drive our actions. So if we are not scared to have all sorts of feelings, like we're not running away from our negative emotions, we're not trying to buffer them, we're not running to addictions, eating, avoidance, social media, whatever the case, you know, like we're we're okay with negative emotions, we're okay to have that whole human experience, then those feelings will drive our actions so that we aren't afraid of failure. Or maybe we are afraid of failure and so what? We do it anyway, (laughs) you know? It's like we are okay with that emotion, we're okay with fear, we're okay with like the negative side of things, so we go for things. Because number two, is failing. That's the second best thing. The other one is success. So our feelings drive our actions. Okay, so that was number four. Be okay to fail. And actually, it's good to fail. And then number five is the results that we have are stemmed, of course, by the actions. So imagine yourself on this timeline, okay? And we look at the past behind us. We're standing in the middle of the timeline. This is the present. And then we look forward and that is the future. So in the past on this timeline, it's all in our minds. The past is only our thoughts about the past. The past does not exist. The past is not you. The past is not real. What's real is now. And the cool thing is your property is the future. That's your property. It's all in your mind. What you think about it, what your thoughts are, if you're worrying about the future or whatever. It's all in the way you think that's linked to these type of results. So I hope that that helped you guys. Again, the five things were, number one, you are not your life. (laughs) Number two, you are not your thoughts. Number three, you can create feelings. Number four, failing is good. And number five, the past doesn't exist. The future is your property. So those results will occur when those actions just start coming. It's so exciting. I love this. I love Brooke Castillo. I love her positivity, but I love her realness you know, to experience life and to be okay with that. And yes, we have these fears, but everybody has them. I mean, in some form or another, we're going to do it anyway, right? It doesn't mean that we have can just all of a sudden do it without fear. But I'm here to tell you that as you do go forth and do what you need to do, the fear will get smaller and smaller. I know that from experience and I know that's so true. But 
we don't have to chase that fear away or be scared of it. We're just going to go right to it and realize we have it. <laughs> All right. Well, if any of these things made sense to you on an intellectual level, but you're having a hard time maybe applying in them into your life, please give me a call. Shoot me an email. I would love to help you. One thing that I'm super, super good at is pushing you with your goals to have them realized. If, the, if you want this to be a reality in your life, even the first step, if you want you to not equal your life, or if you want you to not equal those thoughts, email me, call me. I'm on your side and I can help you. I can help you find out how you can do it on an individual basis. So I'd love to talk to you. I hope everybody has an amazing day. Again, make it what you want. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. Come on over and visit me at CoachEmilySanchez.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, make it a great day.